All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Better late than never. Welcome. It's crazy. Fucking Anton Lander. I like, really like the back up Bag milk. This is Ceases. 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 Tyler, your rem check is so fucking sexy. Ceases. It's fucking Anton Lander. It's my favorite. I'm just going to turn this down. We're going to get going. But better late than never. Better late than never is so fucking sexy. So we're going to turn it down. We got a lot to get to. I'm going to recap the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament. I'm going to talk about how boring the bye week is when it comes to the All-Star game. There's no games for 100 years, it feels like. Sucks, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. Woo, my microphone is way hot. Here's one thing that I'm excited about, just to give you a little heads up. I'm going to be upgrading my equipment again for this podcast here soon. I am shopping for roadcasters. I just think that I could do a better job on the sound. And uh, my audio right now is I'm fiddling with some knobs over here. I do like that, but I also like the very standard dummy mode that is the roadcaster. So I'm going to be picking one of those up for my home studio here soon. And a big part of that is because of the fine folks at the audio department. Go check them out at theaudiodepartment.ca. Of course, they are the title sponsor of Better Late Than Never. Uh, theaudiodepartment.ca is where you can book some studio time. You want to record a podcast, you can do that. You want to record an album, you can do that. If you just want to record some spoken word poetry, I'm not here to tell you what you can do. I'm not here to limit your creativity, and neither is Neither are the folks at the audio department. Check them out at theaudiodepartment.ca. Welcome to Better Late Than Never. It has been a week since our last episode, and I'm excited to be here. Those kids are excited to be here. I'm excited to be here. Frank is excited to be here. Of course, I've got the Frank mic up and running. Whether or not he goes over to it is a different story. But before we get to the news at hand and the business and all the things that we like to do on this podcast, I got to talk about this past weekend a little bit as we made our way out to Jasper again for the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament presented by Tourism Jasper and the Jasper Park Lodge. CH Hockey, CHE Hockey is also involved in putting this tournament on. And I just got to say, we had the best time. I know last week I talked about how excited I was to go to the tournament and it just, it blew away the expectations that I had. And I'd been there before, you know, three sheets of ice. You're on Lake Mildred. 
The backdrop is beautiful. We got a crystal clear day on Saturday when the tournament was actually happening. It was perfect. Everywhere you looked was a postcard. I had me misses out there with me, and I was just looking at her for a little bit. She was just snapping 2,000 photos of the mountains around me. Did not care about what Team Oilers Nation play La Bamba, courtesy of Sherwood Ford, was doing on the ice. But, man, did we have a great time down there. Not only did we go 2-0-1 on the tournament, that was a very successful run by us. We partied like I have never seen before. The nation staff was running deep this year. We had a team from OilersNation.com. We had a team from FlamesNation.ca. And even though we tend to go to battle, and we did, that was the tie game, in case you're wondering, a 21-21 score. We wanted to go OT, but we had to, there was a schedule to run, baby. There was a schedule to run, so we ended up tying, which was very funny. Team Oilers Nation, though, the comeback that we put on to get to 21-21 is nothing short of marvelous miraculous and you had seen it you had, our heart would have been pumping we were down by four or five goals at one time at one point you know what happened within the last couple of minutes boom 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 we were filling the net filling the net they can do shit about it at flames nation that said they did open up a wide margin because uh well we were sloppy we were sloppy and we were tired that was the third game of the day for both teams actually and based on how hard we went in the paint on friday night it's amazing that any of us even made it to the third game of that day Again, thank you to the beautiful Jasper Park Lodge for hosting us. They were so fantastic. Right from the time we showed up, we had welcome packages. They were just so well organized. The tournament is just beautifully done. And I, I cannot, cannot, cannot encourage you more to be in next, month, next year's tournament. Think end of January. Last week into January, that's when the tournament generally generally takes place at least it has over the first two years that i've been and it's a great time it's an absolute blast and i could not recommend it more if you've got a hockey bucket list which is my question of the week this week i actually remembered we're going to get to that towards the voicemail what's on your sporting bucket list you know we're talking about stanley cup finals maybe maybe world series super bowl all that shit we're going to get to that later but if you've got a hockey experience bucket list and this tournament is not on it man you need to put it on there I promise you, this isn't just something I'm saying because I was able to go down and have a great time. I promise you will too. I promise you will too. And I had a great time watching our boy Adam Seaborn from Playmaker. He is one of our head sales reps from Toronto. He was with us. Frank Saravalli was also with us at this tournament. And seeing them experience it for the first time was just as much fun to me. Because unless you go and unless you've been and unless you see the setup and where we're at... It's hard to accurately describe. The pictures don't do it justice. You can go check out some of them on my Instagram page. Hi, my name is Bag Milk. I posted a few photos there, a little, a couple of videos. But again, outside of Tyler taking a puck to the face, again, that was against Team uh, Flames Nation. Outside of Tyler taking a puck to the face, squirting a little bit, we had a great time, even with Tyler getting hit in the face. In fact, some of you listening to this right now may go, you know what, that's a better time than I expected to have hearing about Tyler getting hit in the face. If you want to know how it happened, before the game started, we had started coming up with some game plans. So we had somebody rushing up the side of the ice, flying towards center, and Jay, who was the puck-moving defenseman that was hanging back, would rip one up center. Well, Pinder from Flames Nation wasn't having any of that noise, stuck his stick in there, deflected the pass right into Tyler's face. If you see the video, I come flying in. I'm one of the first people in to check on him. I, I honestly thought he got his teeth knocked out. I really, really did. I, I It was, you know what? He looks tougher now, to be honest, in my opinion. Chicks dig scars. I know he's got a girlfriend. She's lovely. She was there. She took care of him. But, you know, hey, he looks 25% cooler, at least in my opinion. And when he goes to the NHL All-Star game that's happening this week, he's actually flying to Florida as we speak. I think the players are going to respect him. You look at him and go, hey, what happened to your face? I got hit with a puck. Ah, love it. Love it. If you want to come on our next experience, the next thing we've got on the schedule, courtesy of our friends at AMA Travel, is the Nation Vacation to Toronto. Not only are we going to Toronto on March 10th to 12th, talking about bucket list items, that's a Hockey Night in Canada game that you can watch in a suite at the ACC or whatever it's called now. Wherever the Leafs play, that arena. Maple Leaf Gardens, but the new one, not the old one. The old one's like a Loblaws now. I felt when I was in Toronto in August, I was just like, wait a minute, is that Maple Leaf Garden is now a Loblaws? I mean, you had to do something with it, I suppose. But nationgear.ca, 
That's where you get the details for the trip to Toronto. I promise you're going to want to be on it. AMA Travel makes everything incredibly smooth, incredibly simple. And you're going to want to be there with us. Come on. Pull yourself together. Changing gears a little bit. As I was coming home on Sunday from the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament, the thing that I was most excited about was, of course, of course, of course. Yeah! Episode 3 of MILF Manor. Now, whether or not you think any of the ladies of the certain vintage are for you, that's really irrelevant here when it comes to this show. Why? Because on episode three, and there's going to be spoilers here for the next 90 seconds or so, there's nothing not to like because in episode three, things that you expected to happen are happening. Like one guy's hitting on another guy's mom. That guy doesn't like having his mom flirted with right in front of him. So they started throwing food. It was just shenanigans. It was completely shenanigans, and to quote, TLC's description of the episode goes, when one of the men swoops in to steal Stephanie for herself, all bets are off. Daters must dance their way to a sexy salsa outing. Things heat up when Harrison puts his magic mic moves on display. Like, as much as I say I love the show, it is so bad. It is arguably one of the worst TV shows you could ever imagine, and I'm hooked on it. I love it. Not only that, there was a 90-day fiancé the, uh, the other way leading into Milv Manor. For me, this is just a wild ride of TV that I can just shut my brain off, go check out. You know, you hear that sound when you close down your laptop, it goes, dee doom doom. That's my brain, and I just sit there and I watch it. Because I'm tired, and that's what I do. That's how I decompress. But this one, now it's starting to get good because we've got some of the sons are starting to link up and in some cases make out with the moms. And as you can imagine, the other sons take that with, uh, well, they don't like it. They don't like it. And that makes me happy because this is the kind of show where unless there's drama, there's no point watching it. I'm three episodes in and finally we're starting to get some drama. Episode two, we got the one uh, what would you call that? A, a revelation from Sue Young that she slept with her son's best friend. He didn't know. They were both mad at each other in episode three. You got to see some of that drama, and I like it. I don't know any of these people. They're all weirdos to me. And quite frankly, when I'm looking for a reality dating show, weirdos and drama is what I want. So this show, essentially, is perfect television. It's like they reached into my brain. They went, bag milk. Let me have a trap door into that old brain of yours. Let's figure out a reality dating show that you haven't seen before and you're going to love because not only is it dumb, but the premise is outrageous. Well, Milf Manor. Again, this is your weekly update. We've got drama. We've got sons beefing over trying to bang each other's moms. <laughs> ah, good times. It really is good times. I know we're supposed to talk about the Oilers, but hey, it's the bye week. It's the all-star break. There's nothing going on anyway. But we do have a little bit to get to, so let's get to the news. The news brought to you by MILF Manor. MILF's on parade. They redid that Rage Against the Machine song. <laughs> uh. This Sunday, this isn't news, but I'm excited about it. This Sunday, me missus got us tickets to uh, Jubilations, I think. I'm pretty sure it's Jubilations, where they're doing The Office. It's a parody, and I'm super excited about it. I've never been to Jubilations. I've never been to a dinner theater, so I'm super excited about the way this goes. So if you're go also going to Jubilations on Sunday, I mean, I might be there with you. It's called The Office, a rock parody. I'm going to check that out on Sunday, so I will give you a report next week. That is playing from February 3rd to April 9th. What to expect? An incredible experience. Original shows, delicious food, lasting memories. Come on. What else do you need? What else do you need? Yeah! And I go over here, and I go this one. I'm not superstitious, but I'm, I am a little stitious. Thank you! So... I'm going to see The Office, a dinner theater performance on Sunday. I'm super pumped on it. 
what I'm not super pumped on, and I guess this is personal news, and he would hate that I'm saying this on my podcast, but I'm going to say it anyway. My brother is staying with me this weekend. That's not the part I hate. I'm happy to see him, but he's got some kidney stones that will not pass, so he was telling me about what has to happen today. He's getting something lasered, and then they might go fishing, if you know what I'm saying. Once the lasering is done, break them down a little bit, they're going fishing. Think about that. I'll let you think about that on your own time. So shout out to my brother, and shout out to me for revealing his embarrassing secrets. You know, that's the tax for staying at my house. That's the tax. Uh, Actually getting back to the news though, the big news story of the week, at least for me, was what happened on Saturday night against the Chicago Blackhawks. Yes, the Oilers absolutely dummied the Blackhawks. That was fun. We had a good time when we were watching that down in Jasper. Again, the viewing party that we held at the Jasper Park Lodge, excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I couldn't have been more happy with the turnout, the way Tyler was hosting, the giveaways, the trivia games, everything that we did was excellent. Now, last week, I was recording, Tyler called, and we were going to the Columbus game together. Well, that didn't turn out so well. In fact, I thought the Oilers looked like they thought they were going to win the game. They played like they expected to win. And in the NHL, it doesn't matter how bad a team is, that's just not the way it flies. The fact that they were still able to get a point out of it and maintain their point streak to, I guess that would have been seven games, cool. I still think they should have got another one, but thankfully on Saturday, 7-3 win over the Blackhawks, so 1-0-1 oh, since the last episode. I mean, you take it, I suppose. That extended the point streak to eight games. But again, the big story came at the end of that night when you, uh, U of A goaltender, Golden Bears goaltender, Matt Berlin, got the tap. He was not an e-bug. So I'm sitting in Jasper next to Frank Saravalli, and he's explaining to me how this happens. Number one, when you are an uh, e-bug or you get pulled in, you get 500 bucks and you get to keep the jersey. That's in the CBA. I thought that was interesting. I didn't know that. He was technically not an e-bug, though Matt Berlin is often the e-bug. So what I'm saying is when Stuart Skinner was ill, they didn't have time to bring back Calvin Pickard. So they had to make a choice. Matt Berlin is their guy. They signed him to an ATO, which is an amateur tryout, which allowed them to do this in the first place where they put him into the game. Had he not signed an ATO and was just listed as the e-bug, he would not have been able to go into the game at the end of that night. So there was a bunch of circumstances that led to that performance and that cool memory for him. And I think it was super cool. Uh, Yesterday, though, he did an interview with Global here in the city. And he says, I learned a lot about what it takes to be up there in the NHL, especially on game days. The preparation and the focus that goes into every game was amazing. It felt like I was on the team when I walked in there. Campbell came up and gave me a big hug. All the staff, right from top to bottom, they were unbelievable to me. Even Connor, he said, was super friendly, said hello, noting the superstar, took a little time to make his day special. What I liked about it was... This was a player's thing. Jay Woodcroft, the next day, he said this was a player-driven initiative. They said, let's get him in there. Let's give him a special moment. And some people thought that that was disrespectful to the Blackhawks. We're going to get to that in the righteous sack beating, so I'm going to leave it alone for now. I didn't really think so. I mean, at first, I was kind of like, well, I wonder if the Blackhawks think about this. Then, instantly, I thought, fuck the Blackhawks. If there's ever a team to be disrespected in this league, it's probably them. Back to Matt Berlin. He said, after getting those couple of minutes and making a save at the end of the game. It was pretty special. At first, I was pretty nerve-wracking on the bench when they told me that I would play because I had about five minutes to just sit there. I was just so excited. The nerves were completely gone once he got in there. He just was playing the game he loved just on a much bigger stage. For that, to, And then from Woodcroft, he says, for that to come from our players, I think it's special and it brings the team together. So Matt Berlin, if you didn't know, was part of the Southside Athletic Club team that featured Tyler Benson, Stuart Skinner, and a bunch of other guys that just, they made the show. Liam Liam Horbin uh, wrote an article about it today at OilersNation.com, just kind of diving into the history of Matt Berlin, and it's pretty, pretty cool. So on that U15 AAA roster, there was Tyler Benson, James Hamblin, Stuart Skinner, who Berlin ironically backed up. Stuart Skinner was, uh, was ill, couldn't play, Berlin in. It's funny, small world shit, you know? 
Really, really small world shit. He is currently a goaltender with the U of A Golden Bears. He has got four wins and a tie so far this season with a 257 goals against and an 892 save percentage. The point is, the stats don't matter. What matters is the story. There's also another connection with Matt Berlin, too, that I found interesting from Liam's article. He played with the Seattle Thunderbirds after only playing one game on the Spokane Chiefs. That was the team that Keller Yamamoto was selected by in junior. He played with Ethan Bear, former Edmonton Oiler. So there was Oilers connections all over this one, all over it. And just to me, that's one of my favorite stories, and I couldn't have been happier for the guy. And again, in the rights to sack beating, I'm going to take a shot at the people who tried to ruin this moment. But for now... I love it, and I'm giving him a standing ovation. As I mentioned, the Oilers entered the All-Star break on an eight-game point streak. That made me wonder, is it poor timing for a break? Here's, hear me out. Hear my thinking on this. When I go on vacation... If I'm about a week off with no responsibilities and I could, well, I mean, I'm not a millionaire by any stretch, not even close, nor am I in my 20s anymore. But if I had that kind of money and that kind of free time and next to no responsibilities for 10-day window, I would be up to shenanigans. Listen, I get up to shenanigans when I go on holiday anyway. I can only imagine what it's like when the world is literally in your hands. You could do whatever you wanted. So... Is this poor time in giving that the Oilers are finding themselves on an eight-game point streak? I know they're partying. I don't even have um, I don't even have a problem with it, frankly. I think that partying is something you're supposed to do on your days off, especially then at that age. Come on, man, have go have some fun. It's interesting to see what's going to happen though when they come back. Because I come back from holidays up a couple of pounds, stinking like booze completely out of shape now i'm not a finely tuned athlete by any means frank thoughts get on mic buddy i'm not a finely tuned athlete by any means but i do know when i come back from a vacation it takes me a day or two or three or four to clear the fog from the punishment i just put my body through i'm expecting the oilers going to be somewhere in there now their opponents are also going to be in there the opponent that they play first game back is the detroit red wings and i'm hoping since they're basically out of playoff contention already Sorry, Detroit fans. I think that they probably are going to party just as hard, if not harder, than the Oilers. That bodes well for us. But what I'm expecting for those first games back is some sloppy hockey. And I don't think that is very good because the next four games, all on the road, Detroit, Philly, Ottawa, Montreal. Those are four winnable games, in my opinion. So... By the time we record next week's podcast on the 8th of February, we'll know exactly what happened against Detroit, but I'm nervous about it. If the Oilers play to their potential, they'll dummy Detroit. But how how sloppy are they going to be? I mean, the All-Star game is on Saturday. That's the 4th. So by the time they get back to Edmonton, maybe they got what? One practice on Monday and then they leave for Detroit for the Tuesday game? I don't know how this works. But I'm nervous about how sloppy they're going to look returning from a holiday where Gord knows what they've gotten up to. I have no idea. Could be anything. Could be nothing. Maybe they're just sleeping. I doubt it. Just makes me wonder if it's a poor time for the break. Just poor timing. I would have almost preferred that they were able to keep the train rolling, you know? Why couldn't this break have come when they were sucking ass, like, late December, whenever that was? Why couldn't it have come then? Uh, in other news, our boy Bruce Kerlock, who writes the prospect updates at OilersNation.com, noted that last night Carter Savoy left the Condors game, did not return, didn't look great. So that's from Bruce. I don't like to hear that because Carter Savoy has battled some injuries so far this season. He's a prospect I'm super interested in, and in his first year pro, you'd like to see him get a little bit of luck. The other news, though, from the Condors is that Zach and Bruce will be down in Calgary to watch the Condors play Thursday and Friday this week, I believe. Yeah, Thursday and Friday this week, they're going to be down in Calgary to watch the Condors games. We're going to have a bunch of uh, a bunch of content from that. Zach secured an interview or two with a couple of the players, so we'll see what happens with those interviews. We're going to have some content out about it at OilersNation.com. Getting to the rumors, though, we are entering silly season. And I love silly season. Bo Horvat got traded to the New York Islanders the other day for three pieces, and we were all arguing at Nation HQ about whether or not that was enough, given the status of the player. And for me, it just kind of kicked off the thinking that, hey, 
Maybe some of these trades are a little bit cheaper than we always expect them to. I know that Horvat's an expiring contract, but he's having a hell of a season. He's the Vancouver Canucks, well, was, was the captain, and he got shipped for Beauvillier, a prospect, and a first-round pick that's lottery-protected. I don't know about you guys, but all of a sudden, that made me think that, hey, the Oilers might be able to get something done here. Once the boys get back from the vacation, once we get back to our normally scheduled program, what is Ken Holland going to have up his sleeve? By the way, going back to real quick to the vacation, how much do we love it that Connor and Leon are vacationing together? I mentioned this yesterday on Oilers Nation Radio. I love it. Those guys spend all day with each other working. Hockey is work. They're working out. They're playing. They're together all the time. So to have them on their days off be like, you know what? Let's go to Turks and Caicos with our missuses together and let's hang out for as much time as possible it just makes me feel good it makes me feel like both of those guys are going to sign extensions here because they love each other they want to win here they're bros they got a bromance going that they won't have anywhere else you're not going to sign both of them anywhere else it's going to be here so for all the other fan bases they're like oh well that's what it all sounds like to me anyway it's all just noise i just think this bodes well for us keeping them both i know we got time to worry about that but as i was sitting there watching them on vacation smiling putting their heads together cheersing the missuses are friends come on come on has to be good right back to silly season so we are just over a month away from the trade deadline. And that makes me wonder what Ken Holland's got up his sleeve. This weekend, as promised, I was annoying Frank Saravalli all weekend at Jasper. What are the Oilers doing? Who's Ken Holland calling? What name should we be expecting? What's going on? The thing that he told me, and then he ended up saying it on Stoffer Show yesterday, actually, it sounds like the Oilers have a potential trade in place for Yesapuliarvi, but it is on hold until... We know what's happening with Kaylor Yamamoto. Now, Kaylor Yamamoto can't come back for another little bit. He's on the LTIR, but what we know right now is he's practicing with the team. From what I've heard from my source that I trust around the team is that he feels good. He feels back to normal. So if that means he's coming back as soon as he's able to lift off the LTIR, what happens to Yesapuliarvi? Is the countdown clock officially on? I mean, we know that it's been on for a while. Nobody's pretending that they've all thought that he's going to stick through the end of the season. At least, not a lot of people anyway. Yesterday on Oilers Nation Radio, both Liam and I said, we think that he's going to be gone before the deadline. Rick and Dan both thought, hey, he might stick around. But again, it all depends on what happens with Kyler Yamamoto. If he comes back, the Oilers are going to need to clear some cap space. And based on the conversation I had with Frank over the weekend, it sounds like there's going to be a trade coming. Based on my other source here in the city... Kyler Yamamoto looks like he's going to be back on time. Makes me sad a little bit. I don't know how to feel about it. Yes, Pugliarvi is a player that I like to watch, and I think he's been playing well lately. He just needs a little bit of luck. isn't getting the scoring we want. I get all that. But I also think that there's going to be a team that trades an asset for him. Again, I've also heard that it's going to be more substantial than maybe what we expect. I think the team that trades for him and takes a flyer on him is going to get a good player. And if he gets a little bit of luck and a little bit of confidence, we're going to be watching from afar and go, man, that's another one where it hurts. I can see it coming already. I can see it coming already. I can see him going on a heater down the stretch with his new club, pressures off being in an Edmonton fishbowl, and he starts chipping in some goals, and we're going to go, da, there's the guy that we hoped we had. But fortunately, it didn't work. Unfortunately, it wasn't the way things played out this time, and it sucks. And that's how we're going to wrap up the news. The news brought to you by me. Drink water. Nobody needs kidney stones. (laughs) Shout out to my brother. In the words of the Pet Shop Boys, I've got the brains, you have the looks. Listen to Better Late Than Never. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. For my friends at the at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, check them out at trilogyrentals.ca. It is time for the righteous sack beating. But of course, I got to tell you, Trilogy Oilfield Rentals. They are an established provider of oilfield rental tools with full-time operating units in Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. They also provide seasonal and project-specific stations at Fort St. John, Fort McMurray, Lac La and others as customers require. Thank you. Righteous Sack Meeting today is going out to a lot of hockey Twitter. There's a lot of people on hockey Twitter that need a little slap. After Matt Berlin went in to the game against the Chicago Blackhawks on Saturday, there was a lot of people speculating and talking out their ass that this was a disrespectful move to the Chicago Blackhawks and how the Oilers are such trash organization because they keep doing these kinds of things and blah, 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 blah. There was a Leafs blogger that everybody was dunking on that said, this is just horrible stuff. Like, I'm not even going to read it. It was annoying. And the thing that I'm getting at here is, at what point are we allowed to have some fun in this league? At what point are we allowed to look at a situation like Matt Berlin coming in off the bench in the most unexpected of situations and having the opportunity to play something that was just completely unique? Completely unique. There was a lot of random variables that went into Matt Berlin coming in for the final 226 on Saturday against Chicago. There was so many things. Like, Again, as I mentioned, had he not signed the ATO instead of being just being the normal e-buck, he wouldn't have been able to get in. Had Calvin Pickard had time to back up Jack Campbell in that game, he wouldn't have gotten in. There were so many things that happened there, and just the story was so fucking cool. And people tried to rain on the parade. It wasn't so much Oilers fans as it was from everywhere else, but man, at some point, can't we just feel good about what's going on in hockey? At some point, can't we just have a good time with the way things shake out? At some point, is it too much to ask that you can look at a scenario as a one-off and go, man, that was pretty fucking cool. Instead, they just whine and complain and take to Twitter like everything is falling all the time, and I don't understand it. We're talking about sports here, man. Sports. Over at Sportsnet, Mark Spector, I guess this was on Twitter, Mark Spector tweeted, asked an NHL Blackhawks executive whether he felt disrespected by Edmonton giving their college goalie the final 226 on Saturday night, or if he had heard that anyone who had felt disrespected. His answer, no and no. So for all this nonsense, like you dummies felt disrespected or personally hurt because the Chicago Blackhawks got one shot on net against a college goaltender who's going to remember that 226 for the rest of his life, you need to go outside. You need to pick up a new hobby. Because as far as I've seen in my life watching sports, this is a cool story. I don't care that it happened for the Edmonton Oilers. It's going to happen anywhere. It's a cool story. Matt Berlin is probably not ever going to play in the NHL. 
He's a 25 year old. He's playing the U of A. He's getting his education. And I, I respect that. I don't, I'm not looking down on where he's at whatsoever, but his chances to make the national hockey league are very, very slim next to none. His big opportunity comes as an e-bug and he jumped at the chance. He stopped the shot from Caleb Jones right near the end of the game and forevermore on his hockey DB, he's got an NHL, a couple of minutes in the NHL and a save on his record. I think that is amazing. And I just don't understand anybody who looked at that as anything more than a spectacular story. Go outside. Find something else to do. Because if you can't get excited for a kid about a moment like that and you're worried about the millionaires on the Chicago Blackhawks, You need to pull your life together. You need to figure it out. That's a cool-ass story. They make movies about this kind of shit. Now, if he had come in and stolen the game, kind of like a David Ayer situation, then we'd be just pumping his name. We'd be hanging a banner in the rafters, probably. Just kidding. I'm exaggerating. But you know what I mean. This was a cool story. Have some fun for once in your life. Because as far as I knew, as far as I grew up, playing sports was supposed to be fun. And you're trying to suck all the fun out of the room for the rest of us. If that's what you want to do, why don't you lock yourself in your basement and punch yourself in the nose? It's just a recommendation. But that's how much fun you're having. Punching yourself in the face. You're trying to ruin it for everybody. And I just got no time for it. So, Matt Berlin, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And... If the Chicago Blackhawks felt disrespected in any way, too bad. Look at the stories that have come out of that organization over the last handful of years. They probably deserved it. There's a righteous act being. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Ray? Ray, you Like Scoob, it's better late than never with bag milk. Zoinks! For my friends at Betway, it is time to talk a little betting. Over the last couple of weeks, I've been cold. But on Saturday, when you got a game like that against Chicago, absolutely ruled. So let's look through some of the bets that have been successful for me lately. Chicago Blackhawks, over a one and a half power play goals, even money, won that one. Love to see it. Uh, what else did we do? Oh, I got to tell you guys about this parlay. I got to tell you about this parlay that we did. It is absolutely stunning, the leg of the parlay that we did for our friends at Betway on the weekend. We had Connor McDavid to score two or more in the match. Ryan Nugent Hopkins to score. Evander Kane to score. Oilers puck line. Zach Hyman over three and a half shots. Team scoring the first goal wins the game. We, as a team, we had a six-leg bet on that. Six-leg parlay, I should say, $120. So we each put in 20 The return on that would have been $13,300. And ultimately, we didn't get it by quite a bit. Connor only scored one. Nuge did not score. Hyman did not hit his shot prop. But is there anything better than a squad bet where everybody's in the room cheering? Because let me tell you, when Evander Kane scored in the third period, we were going, the parlay is alive! The parlay is alive! And I love it. I absolutely love it. There's just something special about doing that with each other, provided that you are doing it with the intention that, listen, you could lose your money. You could lose your money. And if you do, that's unfortunate. Or you can have a situation like my missus did on Saturday where she asked me, she's not a better, by the way. She said, hey, could you put $5 on a Zach Hyman goal for me? I feel like Zach Hyman is going to score. Well, guess who scored? Zach Hyman did score. And now my missus thinks she's a fortune teller. If you are of age, please bet responsibly. But if you're going to do it, do it with Betway because it's a good time. But make sure that you're doing this responsibly. Make sure that you've got a plan in place and an exit strategy. All right? Okay. You're listening to Better Late Never with bagged milk on your usual podcast scenario. What I would suggest is you like, subscribe. Hey, guess what? Leave a review. Otherwise, the puppy gets it. It's time for that very special time in the podcast where I check in on your thoughts. It's time for the voicemail. I don't know what we've got in the voicemail. 
but I kicked the question of the week down the road because I got a feeling that a bunch of these voicemails I'm going to get to have to do with my question of the week. This week, I wanted to know what is on your sports bucket list. If you could go to any sporting event, like what are the ones you want to do? Earlier, I talked about the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament. It is absolutely something I think should be on your hockey bucket list because playing in that setting is just spectacular in every specific, every possible way. So I asked you, and on Twitter, I got a couple of great answers. My boy Fat Dad says, here's my sports bucket list. I got a few. Baseball games at Wrigley Field or Fenway. The Spengler Cup. Uh, there's a lot of got people that want to go to the Spengler Cup. Darts in Europe. Oh, amen. Because for me, darts in Europe, that's exactly where I need to be. I need to go and experience some of it. And I'm just going to do this for a real quick second here because listen to this absolute energy. This is a minute and 34. We're going to go play. listen to a little darts together, all right? Like, doesn't this sound awesome already? We are 22 seconds into this clip, and so far we've got three, two guys. They have nailed all three of their first shots each to perfection. You can tell by the way they're scoring. There may be nothing in it. They may both be on nines. Michael may miss, and Michael may hit. They're both on nines. They're both on a nine. This is So if you don't know, being on a nine means you exit out of your total because it's a reverse countdown, right? Like you got to get 501 points, I think. I'm going to fuck that up. But you got to get something like that and you count down to zero. So there's specific methods that you can get down there. And both of these guys through their first six shots are perfect. So they're on a nine pace means that they could go nine straight shots and out. So in that clip, Van Gerwen, who is the first shooter here, he went, he nailed his first eight shots, missed on the ninth shot, opening the door for Smith to come in and steal the game. The crowd is absolutely jumping at this place. So yeah, darts are 100% a thing that we need to get on board with. Uh, our, my boy Stephen Ellis, he is the prospect analyst over at dailyfaceoff.com. He had a couple of things that he wants to do on his hockey bucket list, or sports bucket list, I should say. Spangler Cup times a million. He wants to go to the Spangler Cup. If you know Stephen Ellis at all, you know how much he loves watching hockey, so doing it in that setting probably going to be amazing for him next up on the list world hockey championship i'd like to go to see that too the 24 hours of le mans if you're if you're into car racing i recommend there's a documentary series on amazon prime about the le mans race which is a 24 hour race it goes 24 hours through the day there's three drivers they all take turns it's really really incredible next up on steven's list the indy 500 and 24 hours of daytona the old boys club said, I think he just sent me a, is this a gif from, what is that movie? The one where they drink beer from Das Boot. I don't remember what it's called, but I think that's what that clip is from. Uh, Cameron says, darts for sure. You got to go. You just posted that clip that I just played for you. College bowl game. That'd be fun too. I'd love to see some tailgating at a college game, the bands, the whole thing. Champion, Champions League final, World Cup final, the Masters and the Ryder Cup. So some love from golf. Uh, RDC says Stanley Cup finals, Olympics, winter more so than the summer and Wimbledon. We've got some more coming in on Twitter here and I've got Got a couple on Instagram that I'll get to, but first to the voicemail. Let's see what we got here on voicemail number one. Are you about to the question of the week? Hey man, just uh, catching up on last week and mm. just some thoughts about uh, how you're talking about Frank and like the whole thing with Ethan Bear and like people coming after him about his dog, man. Those people need to apologies. Those people need to just fuck right off. And when they're fu- what? 
So if you don't know what my boy Sam's talking about here, Ethan Bear missed a game because of the death of his dog. Last week in the Righteous Act meeting, I was just like, I totally get it. My dog, if anything happened to Frank, I would be a wreck. Sam, back to you. Stay fucked off, keep fucking off more, and don't fucking come back because they're shit cunt. <laughs> fucking, um, oh, yeah, I just don't know what to say to dumb people like that, mate. Like, I've got two dogs. They're my whole life. I moved a thousand Ks away from any person I know on the planet at the start, you know, a year ago. All I had with me was my dogs. They keep me sane. I come home to them every day. I walk them. I've got responsibility. Mm-hmm. Man, when I was going through some depression and some hard times and like trigger warning to anyone, I guess. But when I was going through the really rough shit that, you know, I won't really go into, sometimes literally the only thing that I had to keep me going, the only reason that kept me alive, the only thing that made me want to be alive was my dogs. First of all, Sam, I hope you're through it. I hope you've seen some brighter days because you're an uplifting dude and you make a lot of us happy that on this podcast specifically, but I totally get it. Dogs, the routine the fact that they love you just unconditionally, the whole thing, everything about it. Dogs are the reason that a lot of us are here probably. So Sam, I don't think you're alone, man. I just wanted to let you know that. Some of the toughest times I've been to, been through, I've only come through because of my dogs. So fuck anyone who's got a problem with people being close to their dogs. I'm sure other animals are cool too. I don't know. I've only got dogs. Dogs are fucking sick. My boys, Gretzky and Fraser are sick. Frank's a mad cunt. Play La Bamba, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. I agree with you entirely. I'm going to check in the next voicemail because maybe this one's about the question of the week. I don't know. This one's from that guy, Mike. What's on my sports bucket list, Big Milk? That's pretty easy. The World Cup. World Cup, we were talking about this yesterday. It is in North America four years from now, three years from now, I guess, three and a half, whatever it is. You can make that happen. I think I'm going to try and go. I absolutely want to try and go. Like, I'm not a huge soccer person by any chance, but like, I had a good time watching the World Cup. And it was one of those ones where if I got the opportunity to go watch it, I am absolutely there. I'm in. Uh, This next one comes from Ben. I can't believe it. You remember the question of the week. Yes, I did, Ben. And no small part to you DMing me. By the way, Ben is our boy. He DM me on, on Instagram. He goes, hey, man, remember the question of the week this week. You've been gapping. And I was like, well, that's true. Ben, what do you got? Wow, good job, Babe Milk. Thank you. So, what's on my sports bucket list? Hit me. Go to see a Miami Dolphins football game because hmm. they are my favorite team. You and my boy Rick, if you listen to Oilers Nation Radio, you know that Rick is a huge Dolphins guy as well. Football team? Probably go see a Blue Jays game. Um, I got to go check out a Jays game for the first time in August on the Nation Vacation to Toronto. It was great. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Maybe, like, go see some sort of, like, NHL draft or, like, all-star game or something like that. Probably stuff like that. And then, I don't really know, maybe, like, a soccer game, but not really. So, yeah, I guess, like, Miami Dolphins game. Maybe another Oilers playoff game because those are electric. 100%. I got one for my birthday the other year. Yeah. No I problem. mean, last year. I love that. Um, Blue Jays game. Yeah. See ya. I like that, Ben. I see another message from Ben. We'll just get to this, and then I'm going to go back to some of the answers that came out on Twitter. Soup. <laughs> Playing absolutely insane i hope he can keep it up for the rest of the year but my question for you sure if you're okay with answering 100 is uh if soup keeps up his performance mm-hmm. is he a vesna candidate and maybe also ask the guys on on if you're okay with that uh i'll just uh, i'll answer it right now no he's not he would have to play so lights out through the remainder of the season to even be considered for the Vezina that it's just not going to happen this year. 
he just, the start of his year was so bad that he kind of eliminated himself from contention before ever really being in the conversation. So that's not to say that he can't get there, Ben, but what I am going to say is ain't going to be this year. Uh, Back to another couple of things from what is on your sports bucket list. McCam says, attend all four tennis grand slams live. The Australian Open, the US Open, French Open, and Wimbledon. If you haven't watched that show, Breakpoint, the docuseries about tennis on Netflix is really good. It's from the same people that do uh, Drive to Survive. That's the F1 series. It's fantastic. I don't, again, I don't care about tennis whatsoever, but the way they put the show together is really, really fun. And you just kind of see what goes into being a pro tennis player, which I absolutely respect. Matt says, and this is from Twitter, he wants to go to the Spangler Cup, may even watch a hockey game or two. (laughs) I like that answer. Uh, Jay says, honestly, just to be able to say, I got to see a cool cool moment from every event. Not a specific event, but just the ability to see something memorable every time you go to a live sporting event. Uh, I'm going to call that a cop-out answer, Jay. I read it but I'm calling it a cop-out. Sassy Shares says, Cup Final or World Series Final? I would love to go see a World Series game. I was talking to Frank about that on the weekend. He went to see some Phillies games in the World Series. Just said absolutely electric in there. Mike Destroyer of Tacos says, Cup Final, Masters, World Cup Final, Olympic Hockey Final, but it's got to be NHLers. My boy Spiced Oil says, Ultimate Sports Trip. The most I've done on a single trip has been LA Kings, LA Rams, and the Clippers all in three days. Want to time it out to catch MLB, NHL, NFL, and NBA all in a trip. Not sure if MLS can overlap as well. And maybe some sort of auto race as well. Drag, NASCAR, F1, something like that. D. Smith says, sleep... (laughs) Yeah. You stinker, D. Smith. I was going to read that, but that's inappropriate. You want to go check out my Twitter replies? You can find it for yourself. Resistance Yeg says WrestleMania. All other answers are wrong. I, to be honest, I've always wanted to go see a wrestling event. I know it comes here all the time, so there's no reason I couldn't. I can absolutely do it, but I just haven't gotten there yet. I'm going to check in on the voicemail again with Ari. What do you got? Hey, Bag Milk. What's up? Uh, my first voicemail. Hmm. I've been listening to you guys at Organization for years now. Thank you. So I thought I'd send one in and uh, speak my piece. I appreciate you. Say whatever you need to say, sir. This is your platform. I wanted to hit on what Rick said. I think it was Rick, at least, on Oilers Nation Radio last week. Hmm. And you guys were talking about the untouchable prospects in a rental scenario. Sure. And he said that Ginger Beef and Virgo were untouchable. Now, I don't think that Schaefer is untouchable. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that he could be a really, really good trade chip for us to acquire a solid rental this year for a run. And he's got 33 points in 31 games for the Thunderbirds in the dub right now. So he's scoring pretty well. He's scoring more than he did last year. So it's giving him a little more value. And we just saw what Horvat went for. He went for Atu Ratti, a pretty decent prospect, and a protected first. And, and he's a pure rental. And Bavilia. Unless the Islanders resign him. Mm-hmm. And like, and comparing Schaefer to Broberg or Holloway, do you think that Schaefer can actually crack our lineup like they did? Maybe. I don't think so. I think he can. So no that's what I think. I don't think Schaefer is untouchable. I, I think that he we could send... All right, I'm happy with you. I, I agree. I don't think Schaefer is untouchable at all. This is my podcast. doesn't matter what Rick says, you know? It, I, I here's what I would say. I don't think there are any prospects in the Oilers lineup that should be untouchable, provided that the return is adequate. That's what I'll say. I don't think that at this stage of Connor McDavid's career and Leon Draisaitl's career that we should be talking about untouchable prospects. It's all about the return, baby. If Reed Schaefer goes and he's part of a trade that brings in a legit dude, especially if there's opportunity to re-sign or maybe somebody with term, I'm all over it. All over it. 100%. Rusty, the reckless optimist, you're up next. What's up, Bag Milk? What's up, sir? This is Rusty, the reckless optimist. Mm-hmm. Um, just calling on for your question of the day. On my sports bucket list, one, I want to go to a playoff game at Rogers Place in Edmonton. It sounds like, oh, just a hoot. Sounds like a great time. Um, another one on my bucket list is I am my new orleans saints fan in the nfl i want to go to a game in the dome that just sounds incredible 
sounds like it would be so much fun. Um, so those are the two things that I really want to do. Thanks. Uh, I love your podcast. Keep it up. That's a good list. That's a good list. I like it. Thank you, Rusty. And also thank you for being the reckless optimist. No matter what, always optimist. I see you in the comments on our live shows. I see what you're doing. You're doing great work over there. Chris Walking, you're up next. So my top three items in no order. One is to go to Edmonton to watch an outdoor hockey game. Heritage Classics coming up in, when is that? November? October? I don't remember what it is. The Heritage Classic, you gotta come. Which I'll be doing in October. Yes. I'm really looking forward to that. Yes. Two would be to storm a college football field. Uh, be- Wait a minute. Are we streaking? Maybe I need to hear more. It, like my team or another any other team, I just want to storm the field. Mm. My cousin's done it at LSU a few times, and it looks rad. That would be my fun. third item is to watch my college football team, the Nebraska Cornhuskers, win the national championship. I don't even have to be there in person. I just want to see them win. Sure. But anyways, thanks for the content. Really love all the stuff you guys do. Go Oilers! Love that. Love that. Yeah, I'm glad you're able to check one of those off the list here with the Heritage Classic, which is coming up in October. I am absolutely going to be there. It is on my list as well. I've been lucky enough to see an Oilers outdoor game. I went to the Winnipeg one a few years ago. It was a blast. I've never been to one here. I did not go to the 2003 edition of the Heritage Classic, but I am absolutely going to be at this one against the Calgary Flames. Back to Twitter real quick. Uh, Arlen wants to go to the Great Cup in Montreal. Tyler wants to go to the Masters. Scott says, whatever tournament Jean-Claude Van Damme fought in in Bloodsport. Uh, Thomas says, Calcio Storico in Florence. I don't know what that is. Hang on, I'm going to do this. I'm going to Calcio Storico in Florence. What is that? What are we talking about here? The semifinals happens in the... What sport? Where can I watch the Calcio Storico? What is this? I see a bunch of dudes running around holding a ball with no shirt on. What the fuck is this sport? I need to do a deep dive on here because they're wrestling. It looks like they're wrestling over this ball. It kind of reminds me of that uh, that show that Netflix put on with the... It's that Japanese show or Korean show. Yeah, Korean show where it's like 100 body something something. These guys are wrestling with no shirt on and they're chasing a ball. I don't know what this sport is, but I'm super into it. Looks violent. I like it. I like it. So that's the Calcio Storico in Florence in Italy. Uh, Nick says, would a Chronicle Open Championship in Reykjavik? I don't know what that is. In Reykjavik. The World Crokinole Open Championship. I got to Google this one too. I don't know what this is. Uh, in Reykjavik. I know that is. I know where that is. The World Crokinole. What is that? World Crokinole Championship. What is this game? Oh, I've seen this before. I don't know how to play it. It's like a game. It looks like you got to sink. They look like checkers into a hole. There's a bunch of pegs around it. I have no idea how you play this game. Uh, Let me tell you one thing, though. I do not want to go to this. I do not want to go to that, Nick Baker. And Ronnie finally on Twitter says, World Cup Final, Stanley Cup Final, Super Bowl, in that order. So World Cup Final, Stanley Cup Final, Super Bowl, in that order. Next up, we've got just an anonymous message. Hey, Big Milk, this is Isaac calling. Uh, first-time caller, love the show. Uh, kind of have a righteous sack beating for you here. Oh, hang on, hang uh, on, hang on, hang on. If you're going to do a righteous sack beating, then i got to do this. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. As you Uh, were. To the people who don't like the Matt Berlin story, come on. Oh, I wish I would have known that this was your righteous act beating. I would have just played you and me back to back. Anyway, after you, sir. Like, how low do you have to stoop? Like, this guy, he's getting his first chance in in the big leagues. Comes from the U of A. Uh, just a great story. And you have the you have the audacity to just hate it. And say it was disrespectful and this, that. When people clearly said it wasn't, I just don't get it. It's it's so annoying to see. I should just probably just delete t- Twitter, honestly. 
That's how I felt too. You're basically echoing my statements and I'm just, I'm sitting here silently nodding my head. Yes. Like just let the guy enjoy his moment. Cause I'm, I'm sure happy for him. Me too. Uh, yeah. And another one is to the guy sitting next to me, uh, at the Oilers game. I was there live actually, uh, who was hating on Jack Campbell for letting in three goals especially the third goal. He didn't like the third goal. And I say the defense wasn't doing anything. So just shut up. Like, come on, man. So stupid. Anyways, thanks, Bag Milk. Love the show again. See you next time. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Love that. Love that. This one came in on my Instagram. Of course, you can just slide into my DMs on Instagram and on Twitter. I will respond to you at some point. This one's from Spencer. He's got a long list of his sports bucket list. Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament for sure. Trying to rally the troops so I can enter a team next year. You got to come. You got to come. Watch the Oilers play in an elimination game in the Stanley Cup Finals. Please hoist it. I was at Game 7 against LA and it's just complete madness. I know that's not the Stanley Cup Finals, but Game 7 is intense. Watch the Oilers in Nashville, Vegas, Toronto, New York, Boston, and next year's Heritage Classic Battle of Alberta. Well, nationgear.ca, you come with us to Toronto March 10th to 12th, courtesy of our friends at AMA Travel. He wants to also get on a nation vacation. Again, Toronto March 10th to 12th via our friends at AMA Travel. Get back to watch the Briar in person as an adult and hit the patch. The Grey Cup when Saskatchewan is in it. You just want to wear a watermelon helmet. Go to Toronto for my first baseball game and also Seattle. 100%. We had a great time in August when we went to Toronto for the Jays games. Go to Cincinnati and watch the Bengals. Go see my first NASCAR race with my dad. I love to hear that. I just love everybody's own They've got their own bucket list and they're all so unique and it doesn't really matter what it is. Like I know I was shitting on that like board game tournament or whatever just because I don't know what it is, but maybe it's fun. I don't know. If you tell some people that I want to go see darts, they'll just be like, what is your problem, man? Why do you want to see darts? Well, I played a clip. That's why. Nick, you're up. Big milk. Um, so question of the week was something like what's on your sports bucket list. Um, right now I'm kind of starting my dream small. This is just more really unlikely because it's going to cost a fuck ton of money that I don't have. And it's just I don't see the schedules aligning. Um, I'd like to go see my two favorite teams play. Um, I'd like to go see the Oilers and the Broncos play in the same weekend in the same city. I just think it'd be super cool. So, like, hypothetically, the Oilers are in Colorado. And Hockey Night in Canada Saturday night. Go see the Oilers play the Avs at the Pepsi Center. Hmm. And then Sunday, get up and go see the Broncos play whoever at Mile High. I just think it'd be super cool. Um, Maybe even a destination, like they're in Miami or they're in uh, Nashville. I just think it would be a lot of fun. Out-of-pocket one here, um, I like to go see a Rugby Sevens match. I think it would just be, it's apparently it's nonstop action. It's a lot of fun. I'd go see a Rugby Sevens match if I had a chance. Um... And then this is directed at Presto. Um, it's on the game. Why you have to be mad? <laughs> That's a bad Ilya Brezgalov impression, but it still stands. Like like Tali and Balmer said, um, I there's no reason I should have to turn my voicemail down or my volume down when you leave a voicemail. Like my dad would have beat me if I used the same tone to him that you <laughs> use on this voicemail. Stop it! Stop it's it. only game, man. Calm the fuck down. You're not wrong. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. But since you brought it up, here, I'll do the I'll do the real one. Only it's only game. Why you have to be mad? Last voicemail of the week. This one's from L C Y E G. Finishes off, Lisa. Hey Big Milk. This is L C Y E G. So hear me out. This kind of sounds like a lame sports bucket list item, but as Uh, An Oilers fan who really hasn't been able to be in Edmonton for the playoffs at all. I'm just looking forward to being in the city during a playoff run. So if you didn't know, LCYEG used to be LCYYC. She moved up from Calgary. I got a chance to meet her at a, a brunch party we threw earlier in the season. Very, very nice. And yeah, Lisa, you're right. 
being in Edmonton during the playoffs is an experience you have to have. It's just more fun. You high-five strangers. You see car flags everywhere. After an Oilers win, you hear nothing but car horns for the next two hours. It's the best. Knock on wood. I hope I'm not jinxing us because I'm superstitious. But I was in Calgary last year for the playoffs. And while it was cool, like you saw another Oilers fan and you waved at each other and like, awesome. But hearing how the city was and how alive everyone is and how excited, I am excited for that. That's going to be super cool to be a part of. You're 100% right. I can't wait for you to be a part of it for your first time. It's super fun. I don't think you're jinxing anything. I believe in the boys. I believe we're going to be celebrating long into the spring once more. And for that, that wraps up the voicemail. If you want to leave me a voicemail, the link to get there is in my social media. It's in the link tree. Just click on the link tree. You're going to see all the stuff, including this link for the voicemail. You're also going to see the Frank's Picks charity gear, as well as the Better Late Than Never charity gear. 100% of the profits from those items go to the Edmonton Humane Society. Just want to raise a little bit of money for charity with those. So if you're interested, great. If you're not, great. Just check out the links in my link tree, including the voicemail. And with that, we're going to wrap it up. We're just over the hour mark here on Better Late Than Never, episode 67, I believe. So I want to say thank you once again to the folks at the audio department, Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, Betway, and AMA Travel for making this all possible. And lastly, I'm going to tell you again, I need some reviews. Please, 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 please. I haven't gotten any reviews over the last little bit, and I would love nothing more than to have a little bit of something to read. Again, give me a five-star review. You can tell me off for all I care. You know? There it is. Better late than ever. Please tell your friends, family, cousins, relatives, and coworkers. I'd love to keep this building in 2023. We're a year in now. We did it. We made it. Thank you for being here. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special moms in your life. In what better way than with Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets, perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for silky, smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow and Go Facial Set has everything she needs to achieve spa-level results at home. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. For a limited time, you can save up to $48 on Osea's sets, plus get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. Pamper the moms in your life and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code mom.